Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Astrology, and the weekly astro for this week, Sunday, September 11th, until the 17th. All right. So, so here we go. I think overall, I think this week, um, there's a lot of opportunities, a little speed bump in the middle of the week. Um, but there's certainly, you know, we're still in Virgo season. So we're, we're being very, um, I'm saying the word cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, our connections with everyone, our, our sun in the sign and Venus in, in her, in, not in the greatest place in Virgo, but it's a, a very much a discerning kind of energy um, with communication. We are also in Mercury retrograde, which just started. Uh, so we're just newly launched into that mystical, magical Mercury journey. And if you wanna learn more, if you're new to the channel, my name is Erliana. I study and practice, by the way, um, Hellenistic astrology with modern blended using whole sign houses. But um, for a, I love yoga and I have been practicing yoga for like, uh, like 131 years. <laughs> Feels like it. Um, but anyway, in the previous episode, 193, I talk about the mystical aspects of Mercury, especially when it's in retrograde. So if you haven't seen that one, you might want to check that out. And it's good for whatever sign Mercury is in, but I certainly am addressing with this particular Mercury retrograde from Libra into Virgo into its domicile. So anyway, we're, we're dealing, of course, for the next few weeks with Mercury retrograde in Libra into Virgo. And in the next episode um, of Star Sound Speaks, I'm going to be addressing, um, you know, the Queen's passing and Virgo and the Vir um, Venus archetype and all these, you know, where the symbology of the shift into a um, into this um, new chapter in this new era, which I kind of I, I developed some of these ideas, you know, again in the in the previous uh, podcast, but I do want to elaborate on that, especially now that she has passed, and what that brings up for us in the collective. So, um, but anyway, that's that'll be the next episode. But for now, I want to give everybody, you know, our little weather report. So Sunday tomorrow we have the sun in Virgo is going to make a trine. It's already coming into a trine with Uranus and Taurus. And so a sun trine Uranus can be, it's cool. It's, you know, getting, Uranus is always about the breakthrough and the innovation and the uniqueness and the stepping out of the box and looking at things in a, in a new, a profoundly enlightened way, maybe some light bulb realizations around our values, the things that we love and cherish and value. And um, and so this might provide us with breakthroughs, uh, certainly with Taurus, you know, self-esteem. Um, when I think about Virgo, I think about the critical mind. And so there may be some uh, breakthroughs around, um, you know, our self-esteem in the workplace or our uh, critical mind, All right, you know, with anxiety and um, feeling a being free, you know, breaking the chains and liberating ourselves from any kind of anxiety, anxieties, worries, uh, the mental mind, and where innovation might occur, what, you know, ways of being that would break out of those things and provide, you know, doing things differently could provide more, you know, the son of Virgo wants efficiency, right? And so um, to do things perfectly, but no, try not <laughs> perfect, you know, 
efficient. You know, we're we're striving for efficient efficiency and uh, productivity. Uh, don't have to be perfect because perfection could be just as much as you are able to be efficient for that day and being at peace with it. So maybe there's some breakthroughs available. Uh, certainly, this is the opportunity for that. Um, where with our daily work, our daily activities, our service, maybe volunteering, um, the, the daily grind, you could say, or being an employee or having employees, you know, so these are areas where we could be having some realizations. This is, is going to inspire us to think outside the box. Um, Virgo is also about self-care, so there could be innovative ways of caring for ourselves that maybe we hadn't thought of or we hadn't embraced and um, discerning these things and finding what's essential and what's useful and being able to open open up to these new um, new ways of being and new approaches. Um, so we can bring a fresh approach to you know who and how we serve, uh, how we take care of ourselves and others. Okay, then uh, Tuesday through Friday, we're going to have Venus is going to be uh, squaring Mars. It's going to perfect Friday, but we'll we'll see it within three degrees, of course, applying. So this week, we'll really be dealing with Venus, which is in her fall in Virgo, right? And, and so uh, it's not an easy place for Virgo. Virgo likes to be cushy and comfortable and doesn't want to be bean counting, you know, with a, you know, falling in love with a bean counter might be um, something, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. But uh, Venus in fall is going to be squaring Mars in Gemini. So they're both in Mercury's house, right? Virgo, Gemini, the intuitive, the rational, clashing, right? So that might show, it might bring around situations where there's caution and there's a desire for perfection and efficiency and detail and systematically, analytically breaking things down to figure them out and having a passion for doing that and maybe connecting with somebody in the, with their analytical mind, but that's going to clash with Mars's desire overcoming, right? Gemini, Mars overcoming Venus in this particular situation clashing with you know the impatient impulsive mars the one that is very rushy wants to get stuff done let's go here let's go there let's be gemini let's investigate all opportunities let's let's get really creative with our problem solving and come up with solutions and like okay that's that's all wonderful but we want to uh you know slow it down you know what what we're going to come into is this other desire about yes that's fine and let's work this out where we're not overly impulsive or rash or rude with our words too you know we want to make sure we're discerning and and having we'll get the best of both the square is always about action that needs to be taken but it's also can be conflict so conflict resolution when you think about a step like a step of a staircase you know what steps need to be taken to have these two energies work together to create change and move forward uh, we're also coming into the last quarter moon with um in gemini um conjunct the last quarter moon is is in gemini and it's going to be conjunct mars so we might be feeling uh, yes, very much around, um, you know, with the last quarter moon, the ending of a cycle where, where there's a slowing down and there's this completion energy after the full moon, which just happened. So we're coming off this full moon and we're um, allowing those fruits to be released into the world to settle as this cycle starts to complete. So slowing down, um, what's essential, 
not to scatter our energies. Um, when you think about Gemini, the mental processing, the chatty mind, you know, the last quarter moon might be saying, hey, slow down. You know, you don't, you know, of, to avoid mental exhaustion or anxiety and, and maybe over, you know, overcharged. I know last night, um, man, you know, that full, um, if you ever can't sleep, always look at the phase of the moon and the sign that the moon's in. And in a full moon, um, especially this full moon in Pisces, with that square, I mean, the, the uh, sextile with Uranus, and it was just and it, coming off of a square with Mars. But my mind, I normally, I have no problem falling asleep, but my mind was like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm trying everything in the book, deep breathing. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to be with this. And eventually I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, you know what? I, I told myself, I'm going to be fine. I'm just going to be I'm going to be okay. I'm going to have a quality sleep with whatever happens. And I just kind of, you know, released any anxiety around that and just programmed that I was just going to have a really good night's sleep and I'm going to be okay. And I woke up fine after it was really only a few less than the normal sleep time. It might have been only four or five hours. I don't know. But I woke up feeling okay and I had a really great day. So, um, I'm just saying, you know, there are things we can do with our mind to program like that, but it is difficult in a full moon when you see that moon light, even though I shut the shades, you know, it's coming in and you, you can feel that energy of like, you know, heightened emotions and perceptions. But anyway, all right. So that's about, um, and Jim and I also, you know, we think about the, the breathing and so breathing and breath work and being aware of our breath to slow down our mind to calm the mind that's also a very good thing to be doing at this time the last quarter moon okay friday friday we end uh, the sun is going to come into an opposition with neptune so uh the sun in virgo neptune opposition neptune in its home sign of pisces Whenever you have an opposition between two planets, if one planet is in its domicile, as Neptune is and has been for many years in the sign of Pisces, um, you know, that, that planet, of course, has the upper hand. So um, this, this an opposition being of the nature of Saturn, where there's boundaries and limitations that are being experienced, and there's this kind of integration and, and accountability that needs to take place for that seesaw to be balanced. So I would say um, the sun opposite Neptune would be like lifting, excuse me, we could lift our spirits from the, the work and the, the toil that we might in the workplace anxiety or just the toil of our everyday activities. One great remedy would be, you know, singing or poetry or dance or anything that inspires us with its performing arts or meditation or yoga or all these wonderful beautiful Neptunian things, the arts, healing, right? When you think about Virgo being the sign of healers and service, so we could serve ourselves, serve others, and um, and nurture ourselves in this um, opposition, coming into balance using, say, song or dance or even mantra. When you think about Neptune being, you know, this bhakti devotional uh, way of being. So we could find inspiration and balance uh, using these things and maybe asking ourselves or, or discovering in the process, what is the ideal work-life balance in terms of, uh, of these areas of our lives? And um, 
you know, where where is it good to take a break and and to have a little escape? And where what is the boundary between that and escaping for the sake of escape? So uh, these are things that will be coming up as we get closer to Friday. Uh, Sunday, the uh, sun will enter into a trine with Pluto and Capricorn. So the sun and Virgo, both earth signs. Um, this, and so we can see that this um, transformative process that Pluto represents in the sign of Capricorn, which of course is about our base level of reality, collectively as a society, it's our, our um, government and our civil structure, right, of society, and also the, the you know, the collective of, of humanity as we know ourselves to be, and on the personal level, it would be like a fam family dynamics and the roots of our um, transforming the very roots of our uh, family lines and our genealogy and um, I would say a careful, disciplined, you know, efficient, dedicated look at these transformative processes. Um, where where's our shadow, and and really using our mind in a very uh, careful way. That's not critical, but uh, critical meaning not like making something wrong, but like really assessing things evenly for what they are and how we can heal. How we can use the to look and speak and feel into the pain body or shadow wherever we have a shadow hanging out and uh, dealing with these maybe subconscious processes uh, that can uh, lead to regeneration, that can lead to healing. And so we're digging up things that may be unpleasant or uh, fear, we've had fear around and it gives us an opportunity to bring another layer of healing forward, uh, detoxifying our mind, detoxifying our body, um, very carefully looking at these things to create regeneration, reprogramming, healing, uh, creating fundamentally sustainable patterns that will assist us uh, that are not um, based on, you know, lack or fear or, um, you know, domination and things, but healing from a very fundamental level of collective healing. So it will certainly benefit the collective as well as ourselves. So that's really all I wanted to say about this week, um, I will be getting in the next episode, I will be talking about the the uh, all the symbology that has, has come up in the last several days. It's been a real game changer um, with, with the um, passing of Queen Elizabeth and what that means for the collective. So, all right, off to that next episode. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week and um, we will see you soon. See you in the next episode. Thank you so very much. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste. <laughs>